Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Jose Cardona, and I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts, Laura Taylor. Hey. And Lynn Keller. Hello, fellow olds. Hey. Laura's the oldest person here, remember. Never forget. So, by, uh, by a Link, month. what are we talking about today? <laughs> Today, we are talking about uh, a film that is available on Shudder. It is called The Amusement Park. And um, a little fun history. This was a, a, a sort of a PSA done by George Romero in uh, 1973. And it got showed at like one film festival and then it got lost. And hmm. Just um, a couple of years after George Romero's death in, in 2017, so in like 2018, 2019, they found some copies of this film and were able oh. to restore it. And then they put it up on Shutter. And so um, I watched it this last week uh, and again earlier today. Uh, and it was very interesting. And I thought it would make a good topic. I agree. For us. Yeah. No, the history of it is really interesting. Do you know any more? Like you described that as a PSA. Did he make it? I mean, it's it's it obviously was... a PSA in the in the in, in like the definition <laughs> the dictionary <laughs> definition sense of the word because it has an introduction where it's telling you right? He even says at the beginning and at the end it is bookmarked with like if you have been moved to action, yes. <laughs> there are organizations <laughs> that you can go to um, to support uh, older individuals. Yeah, so that sounds uh, like a PSA to me. It yeah. was it was produced for the Lutheran Service Society of Western Pennsylvania and huh. uh, the Pitcairn Crab Foundation, which is I assume also in Pennsylvania. But yes, it was intended to be. A PSA about elderly abuse, and I imagine that George Romero's like, I'm gonna zhuzh this up a little bit. I'm gonna get a little <laughs> metaphorical. I'm gonna get a little just a little loosey goosey bit. with it. Um, and he, uh, well, not he. Uh, Lincoln Mazel, the uh, main character, uh, specifically says, "We intend for you to feel the problem, to experience it. It is meant to be more of uh, not a like." documentary it is meant to be something that you feel emotionally when you watch this uh less than an hour long film so um i think that it was successful in that uh yeah yeah now <laughs> it is it is hosted on shutter which is a um, horror streaming service mm -hmm. and it sort of rides the line of being horror. I find parts of it horrifying, but um, it's not scary, right? It but you can find things scares. horrifying that oh, are yeah. not. You <laughs> better absolutely. Not I think it definitely falls into <laughs> horror, though, because <laughs> because it's not in the sense that it's scary, but that it's tapping into fears. Absolutely, right? these are like yes. it's, a, it's it's absolutely highlighting and exaggerating things that are terrifying and. And you're kind of bombarded by them, right? It, it is a, like an overwhelming. It's a nightmare. Like, like yes. as I was watching, I was like, "This, this plays out <laughs> like a nightmare." In multiple ways. Is it ways. your nightmare, Josue? I mean, I think it's a lot of people's nightmare. <laughs> Even when they when it, when it starts again, it has this. Um, it has this introduction by the by the actor who plays the main character, and one of the first things that that he says is that this is um this is uh, that people live their lives and are successful and hope to get to a point where then they can take it easy when they can retire mm -hmm. and they can reap the benefits of what they've of what they've uh created and what they've gained right maybe what they've earned and that uh, there's even an expectation that you would have that society would recognize that that you contributed something. Like even that you just have a lot of experience mm -hmm. to share, but that instead society turns its back on you and doesn't help you and things get harder 
And and so those two, th- it, it's such a, it's not at all what you think you're building toward. Is kind of what is is kind of how he introduces it, mm-hmm. and and he's just talking to the camera at at the beginning, right? This is before the actual movie, movie begins. Yeah, that's just um, and and he bookends it at the end, you know, with a with like a kind of a, a quick recap, <laughs> um, but that idea alone is like. Uh, being alone, not having someone to help you, or just being treated in this this terrible way—it's um, I I think he made a list of all the worst things that could possibly happen to you, or all the things that you see happen to um, elderly people, or that you know like happen to either grandparents or you know any complaint you've ever heard from someone in a nursing home, mm-hmm. and then he kind of he built a park out of it, where. All of those things are uh, concession stands and attractions and part of the experience there. That is not a park I want to go to. That's it sounds like a nightmare, right? It sounds it sounds like a like a nightmare. So so is it my nightmare? I think I think I don't I, I hope that my life doesn't turn out that way, but it it most likely a lot of those things will probably play out at some point. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not all in an afternoon, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of thoughts on it. Um, a lot of thoughts on it. But uh, I'm curious how you feel about it, Link. Like, uh, I thought it, general, I thought it was though. really cool. I particularly liked in um, one of the early scenes when uh, Lincoln first goes out into the park and he's looking around and he's seeing people having fun and he. Uh, goes and he sees people lining up for a ride and they have I wrote them down because it was so funny to me they had signs and it said requirements for this ride individual income over 3,500 must not suffer from and then it has a list of health issues including diabetes which I wrote down <laughs> um, and then this should be on the diabetes podcast we should put it on Coming the diabetes <laughs> <laughs> uh, must pay cash, no credit accepted. And then it cuts to people being kicked out of line. And they're like, why can't we go on this ride? Why can't we go on this ride? And it cuts back to the last sign, which says, must not fear the unknown, which oh. made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it was supposed to be funny, ride. but it was very funny to me because it's like, it's like the first one is like, you have to have enough money to participate and then it's like you can't have any sort of disabilities to participate and then it's like you you have to have money now like it can't be theoretical money and then also like you you can't be afraid of the unknown and it's like okay so nobody goes on this ride then what the heck mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. that's not what, fun. what yeah. about you what, what what was your experience yeah, well, I mean, in, in addition to this, I, like, the idea that it, it does play out like a nightmare, um, I think it's it was painful to watch, right? Like, I told a friend yesterday that I was going to watch this, and oh, I'm going to add it to my list. I need to go back and tell them not to, maybe. Because <laughs> I don't yeah, want to uh, set up the, the expectations. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's super interesting. And I I love that it is it is effective at doing something I've never seen anything like this in the sense that uh, when we talk about the representation of elderly, uh, the elderly experience in media, it is always minor, right? And then, mm-hmm. and then, I think the most popular versions of it are right. We we see all these um, older actors who are doing um, romantic comedies at their age, mm-hmm. and they touch on the funny aspects of growing old, right? Like they're making jokes about it in many ways. But but very rarely, like if if you have the tragedy of it, it's it's a small part. Like you you don't make a whole show out of that, because that would be incredibly depressing. This is an entire, com- fifty minutes of compressed. Like <laughs> they touched everything. Even even it's so funny the the thing about fear of the unknown. 
the way I interpreted it, right, was like maybe maybe you're close to death and you're starting to think about the end, you know. And it's like no, no, no like young, young, of, of course, a lot of people think about that. But the just a lot the, of people think about that when they're in their twenties and thirties. Yeah, but just the suggestion <laughs> that it's like either that or that you're like not open to new experiences or something like that, right? Like this characterization of of all these qualities of uh, being being older. Um, it is. It's so much in one, just again, one after the other. And so the movie presents, uh, it starts off with this man walking into a white room, just beat up, right? Like completely beat up. And he's like sitting down and he looks like, he he looks like he might be dying. He, look, he looks like he's been shot. Like, I mean, he looks like he's got a bandage mm-hmm. on, like all this stuff. Then this other man comes in dressed exactly the same. And he's like, hey, do you want to go out there? And the guy who's sitting down is like, there's like he can barely speak and and all he says is like there's nothing there like there's like like i don't want to go back out there there's nothing there and and the guy's like okay and then he goes out into the amusement park and uh it's the same guy i didn't realize like i really didn't like i don't know why i didn't, didn't realize, realize it was at the, the beginning same guy. that it was the same the guy the makeup right? is so good but it's it's a loop it's a, it's a loop, it's a loop. right so the guy comes so he he goes out there and he he tries to basically it's a it's the story of someone living in society as an elderly person and then and and society just kicked the shit out of you mm-hmm. like he went literally in, and figuratively yeah. but definitely yeah. literally also mm-hmm. literally <laughs> mm-hmm. um and and it's everything and so th- there are so many moments in it i'm sure you have a list that you want to go through um but after everything that he suffers, I think, and and when when he, I think that the time when he actually sobs and cries, I think is also the most sad one, which is where where he is because they show they show him being abused, they show him being taken advantage of, they show things just being difficult, but the one where he really cries and sobs is when he's pretty much ignored, like he's he's treated like he's invisible, and. Oh, it's just, it's just terrible. I mean, and I, there's so many, they thought of everything. Like even, right. Like there's even a, a moment where he goes to a concession stand and he's buying groceries and then he can't carry them. Like, like he's just got like these bags and like, he can't carry like, again, this is filmed in, in, in the early seventies. So, I mean, that, that context is important um, here, but not that much has changed in 50 no. years. <laughs> yeah, that was maybe pretty heartbreaking (laughs) right it's like oh this is just as relevant in absolutely in absolutely 2020 part three as it is in 1973 oh oh and and the thing about the feeling right like i want you to feel something it made me think of the vr experiences that we that, that we have now that that are um um, presented at festivals as as an empathy exercise for you to see through the eyes of someone else. And even though uh-huh. this movie is not shot in the first person, the way that a lot of it is happening is that the camera is in the is like so close to everything that's happening and to him. So it almost it feels like you're there. Um, so that that whole idea of like feeling it is very. It's very strong. Like you do feel you're feeling it mm-hmm. because you're in the middle of it. it. It's a crowded place and it's noisy always. And so you're close to him and it's like, it's kind of shaky. So for being for the seven, like I can imagine that now being a VR experience where mm-hmm. you go through all Not of that same shit. Not one I would want to do. Mm-mm. It would be, mm-hmm. I mean, it would be incredibly effective. It's like, I, oh, I, it I, would. I, it would. I think yeah. I think I've talked there about There are the, lots of things we've talked about on the show that are incredibly effective, but like yeah. would be really hard to do right yeah mm-hmm. yeah i've talked to uh, uh it's been a while since i brought it up but there's and this must have been like eight years ago where planned parenthood made one where it's this mm-hmm. vr narrative you're you're there you're seeing um a woman go to the abortion clinic and it, and you're, you're going through you're seeing all the protesters yelling you're in the the office with her talking to the doctor like you go through this entire process and you don't actually see it through her eyes until the very, very end where they have like a digital um, CG experience. But the rest is just live action footage and you're with her, but you're close enough that you're, you feel like you're 
there. Again, you're feeling it. You're, you're, you're having that experience with her. And this movie feels like that. Because even when he's far away, it's, yeah, I think it jumps back and forth. It's, it's interesting. It's, uh, so I think it was extremely effective in that sense. And it's, it's, it's very effective in, again, only the fact that it's so old, would it make it hard to, I think, to share, um, for the per with some people for the purpose of, of showing, um, like getting that message across. Mm Mm-hmm. But holy shit, would it be, I think it would be super effective with an elderly client or someone who's thinking about, you know, their older age or even um, different forms of disability. Like, and they would be able to point and be like, I've experienced that, that has happened to me, or I've experienced this and I've experienced that. I've experienced all those things, thankfully not in one day, but they're, they're all so, so I think, I think it, it's a great, um, uh, piece of media to have in our back pocket to uh mm-hmm. to be able to reference in the future yeah those are those are my uh initial thoughts <laughs> yeah the initial ones yeah yeah Laura, but i think i think it's definitely um i i still i do think it's effective and like link said it's it is super relevant even now there are a lot of things i think it's one it might be one of those things that as you've said several times, I I wouldn't suggest it to someone, but it is helpful. It might be it might be something. I don't know. Like I, I have to actually watch it to see if I would suggest it to somebody or not. But the idea of it is like that's pretty terrifying to me. It's probably my nightmare. I have existential dread all the time. So. Yeah. Uh, watch it during the day. <laughs> With the light so, so, sounds good. Sounds good. I will do that. I'll get my nice little blanket and my warm, uh, my warm cup of hot chocolate. Not my hot chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got moments, Link, that you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. So in in the intro, Lincoln is describing the the various things that impact old people and he he lists um loneliness failing health lack of nutrition lack of uh appropriate housing lack of appropriate health care and most importantly a lack of compassion from other people Mm. particularly Mm -hmm. young people Um, and each of those is illustrated through some event within the park um I think I'm trying to think which which one really got to me. Um, All of them? Do you want to put them on a dartboard and throw? Like <laughs> there there were a lot of them. I I think this, there's one part where it shows this um, older couple and they're standing in a line and the the gentleman is doing an eye test like you do at the DMV and he doesn't pass. And so they're like, we're revoking your license, um, but you, the lady, like you're fine. And then they go and they get in bumper cars uh, and everybody is driving nicely in the bumper cars in the circle. And then this young jerk guy just crashes into this couple and then immediately is like, oh, the only thing worse than a woman driver is an old woman driver. How old are you anyways? Like, you're just really railing on this woman. Yeah. And um, there's also a couple of parts that... I just, I want to point out that in that scene, right? This is one of those things. It's like, it's such a good nightmare because they're in bumper cars and then they have, you know, the crash on the bumper cars. And all of a sudden a cop shows up and someone else is watching and they're like, and then the insurance person shows up. Right. And so in a way it's um, like, I I could, at first I was like, Oh, this is funny. And then I was like, Oh no, wait a minute. This is, this is is how a dream turns (laughs) into a nightmare. Right. It's like, you're having fun and suddenly it gets all weird and it's tapping into all of these fears. And now this fun day out, you're just, you're just, you're, you're literally in bumper cars, just having a good time. And all of a sudden, again, your insurance agent is there and the insurance agent's like, Oh, don't worry. We've got you. 
but your insurance premium is probably going to go up. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> and then someone, mm-hmm. a bystander is helping and they're like, oh, actually, you're supposed to have your glasses. Like it becomes this whole other thing. You almost forget that, oh, right, we're in, in an amusement park on bumper cars. Right. So, so again, it feels like a nightmare. Oof. Yeah. I want to point that out because that was, that, that was, yeah. a, that, that was definitely, whew. we might not not be old (laughs) that old anyway but we can all relate to cops showing up and insurance agents and it's annoying actually my worst ptsd symptoms um have have been from a car accident that i had um when i was like 21 and i used to have all these dreams that all of a sudden would would right it's like i'm in a car but then suddenly I would lose control and then and then it would turn into this whole thing where like i couldn't see over the steering wheel and like the the car was driving itself and all of these things and it always pissed me off so much because they didn't start that way they just started like driving and then yeah you're on a nice road trip with some friends or like driving the countryside yep Uh, yeah mine is uh always like the brake the brake doesn't work Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like it's too hard to push down, or it's like you push it down and the car only slows a little bit; it doesn't stop. And so it's like, no, (laughs) (laughs) my nightmare. Uh, Yeah, there there are a couple of parts that touch on the way that these issues. It's being framed as talking about the elderly, but this these issues also apply to people of color, people with any sort of disability, other minorities. Um, they they don't get as much screen time because that's not the focus. But um, mm-hmm. I did love that there there were a ton of uh, specifically black people included in in the film, which I thought was very cool. Um, but definitely, it's like the way that people are treated ultimately came down to how much money they had. And within the amusement park, having money means that you are worthy of respect and not having money means you are subhuman, basically. And I thought that that was really uh, poignant, if horrifying, but um, also true. But, but, it's, but also true. Society is society. That's the mu- amusement park. Yep. We are all on those rides right now. Yep. There was very little metaphor here. It was all analogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, mm-hmm. it was it was very uh, on the nose, very direct. And um, I th- I believe that the first black people who appear on uh, there are in line trying to get into the amusement park, and it's it's almost like. And this is the way I interpret it. It's like a thrift um, store, right, where people are bringing in their things, and then this person is giving them very very little value for it. But they, but they feel like they have no choice. Like if they wanna, they wanna. If you wanna be participate, in the amusement park, you gotta mm-hmm. give up these valuables, and and they and they show how valuable it is to them, and how this person. I'm just gonna give you five dollars, right? Like he just gives them five dollars for everything. Doesn't matter what it is. And guys, like, look, this is silver. Like it's real silver. It's like I $5, give you five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> everybody's like, oh, fine, fine, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, the there's, I think it's two black people in front of Lincoln in line, yeah. and they both have to pawn something yeah, to exactly. get to get in. And he right gets a pawn up, shop. That's what I meant. Yeah, uh, he get mm-hmm. he gets up and he pulls out money, but he's like, "Look, I'm on a budget," and so he's trying to figure out like how much can I afford here. And the ticket guy is just like, "Hurry up, chip, chop, chip!" Like I don't have time for you to like do this. And it's just the way that these people are being treated is like you have you have to you have to pay to to participate in the amusement park you have to pay to participate in society um and not everybody is coming in on equal footing it's not fair yeah because he Mm -hmm. he pays half the he pays half of five dollars and gets a bunch of tickets and someone behind him is like he got a bunch of he got more tickets than those other people right it's something like that there's like this and it's all happening so fast. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a freaking nightmare mm-hmm. the way that it's playing out. Yeah. One that I liked uh, that I just remembered was the 
they did show this perspective from the younger people. So they have this uh, couple who goes to a psychic and they're, and they're like, oh, we're so in love. Just tell us, like, will we be together forever? You never psychic, ask that question to a the, psychic. No, yeah. So the psychic goes in and she starts looking. And then basically what, they're, what they see in the crystal ball is a news report of a an, an apartment complex and they're talking to the to the super about about why he doesn't fix the building why it's so run down and it's just elderly people living in the building with like rent controlled or you know or or, or they don't say the words rent controlled but it seems to be something like that yeah and so it's like yeah, like yeah, they can't they can't pay for anything more than that. I'm trying to sell this building, you know. It's just again like this this horror story, but it's true. And then the a common horror story right now. Yeah, yeah. And then embedded within that, actually, there's like a lot of Inception stuff in this. <laughs> now that I think about it, because as you're seeing that vision inside the crystal ball, like they focus then on one of the uh, two of the people who live in the building. And like, I think, her husband I think seems to be dying. To, I think that's supposed to be yeah. the couple. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, here, here is your future. And and the the psychic lady specifies, like, you can't leave. Like, you have to watch the whole thing. Like, yeah. you want to see how it ends? I'm going to show you how it ends. And yeah. uh, this this old woman who is, you know, with, with her husband's partner, and he's in bed and and frail, and she is calling a doctor to try and get help, and getting totally just ignored, put off, and she is like so upset, and then needs money to like call on the payphone again, and people are just shoving her out of the way and ignoring her, and whoo, and she's running a few blocks right to to go to the phone too. It's the 70s. They could have a phone, but like that's probably more expensive or it doesn't work in that building because it's all run down. Back yeah. when you had to go to a pay phone. Yeah. 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 Which again, I mean, there are still people who don't have a cell phone and mm-hmm. and yep. in New York there are there are these um like newer uh, um, payphones right and they're still there yeah Yeah, yeah, i i took pictures when i was there and i told told nina this is where payphones go to die like this is (laughs) this is their florida (laughs) yeah but again the the gaps exist right and so here Mm -hmm. what they're presenting is all of this is what the elderly have to go through absolutely but they showed it from the perspective again of like this young couple who is hopeful of the Mm -hmm. about their future and the psychic's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Guess Be what? Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. Which other link? Which that, other? that part touches on medical care stuff. And then there's another part later, pretty soon after that, um, where Lincoln is injured and he's going into like the first aid tent in the park. And it is like a factory line of people just getting pushed through and somebody slaps a bandage on his forehead and pushes him and then he gets up to the front he's like i need more help i need to see a doctor and the lady's like well where's your paperwork he's like i don't have i don't have any paperwork and she's like we'll go back to the front of the line why are you even complaining you have a band-aid now and you should feel much better yeah Yeah. and Mm -hmm. and just like again it's like this dehumanization where prompt medical care is only available to productive members of society. If you are no longer productive, then you don't get the medical care that you need anymore. We're going to save it for people who can still make money. And it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Um, also very funny to see just like a line of people getting shoved through and somebody's just leaning over a counter and slapping a bandage on bandage your face and be like, people. there you go. That's the medical care you deserve. Um, but that's what it feels like. Yeah. Right? And that's it's a it, one size fits all fix, right? Just like, bam, bandaid, next, bandaid, next. Also, and how dare you complain, right? It's like, you yeah. should feel you should feel way grateful. better. You be band-aid. grateful for what yeah. you get. And it's yeah. like, uh, this isn't what I need. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. the desperation, you know, uh, uh, Absolutely. that you see from everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, mm-hmm. there is a, another part sort of close to the end where it touches on um, the way that people will specifically seek out elderly as prey for scams, basically, mm-hmm. um, from straight up stealing Lincoln's pocket watch out of his pocket while distracting him with a, don't, don't you think it, like it's important to make friends like it, and at an amusement park, that's the best place to make friends. And Lincoln's like, yeah, I agree. And then the dude's like, yoink, steals his pocket watch and is like, God bless you and takes off. And it's like, and then there are other people who are like talking about like, oh, we'll help you like sell your home so that you don't have to spend all that money taking care of it. Like, don't even like, we'll take it off of your hands so you don't have to worry. And it's like, like that, that again, is very relevant today. How many, you know, <laughs> horrifying like scam artists are specifically seeking out older people because they don't have the supports they don't have you know necessarily the the knowledge required to avoid these things and they're lonely and they're seeking out connection and it's so easy to just be like i can give you that and then yoink steal from them and and, and preying on the on the things on their limitations. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh, if I steal from you and just book it, like you can't chase me down. You're old. You can't run. And yeah. or or the idea of like selling you a product that fixes something, a problem that you have, right? It's like it's marketed for you, mm-hmm. you know, who is more tired or has less. And then here you go. And uh maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Probably doesn't. That was something that came up. We keep seeing uh, commercials on TV for Medicare Part C ads. And it's just like, it feels real. The way they present them, it feels really predatory. um, For sure. So that's probably uh, some of the ads that are illegal. I mean, first of all, most, a a lot of countries would, they wouldn't have to advertise uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. an addition. I mean, maybe well, they, and they this advertise is part in C. To... This is not even. This is a supplement to the supplement. No, no, I know, no, but like, a, it's a supplement to the, to the only to the you know closest thing we have to universal healthcare, um, mm-hmm. to a government funded healthcare uh, in the, in the United States. But yeah, how much of how much of the of the medication commercials, which are illegal in most other countries, uh, are 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 exactly that type of thing, right? It's mm-hmm. like. Oh, like your earlobe itches? Is doesn't that suck? Isn't it distracting? Mm-hmm. Let me sell you something. Don't take it if you are allergic to the earlobe itching medication. Well, how do I know if I'm allergic if I haven't taken it? Ask your doctor, who's only available for four and a half minutes, sixteen months from now. Good luck. For four hundred dollars. Yeah. And he'll probably tell you. I don't know. Sure, I'll write you a prescription for he'll whatever slap you, you want. On the head with a bandaid, <laughs> and you should be thankful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for your yeah. your face bandaid. Yeah. <sighs> now I want a bandaid every time I go to the doctor. <laughs> but it has to be a cool one. Oh, Look up the articles about how much hospitals charge for a bandaid. <laughs> yeah, that's that's stuff. a whole. That's a whole bag of Yep, 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 yep. All right, what what else you got? Yeah, what? There's got to be more to this. Oh, there's more to this nightmare. There's a lot. More. I I think I think I'm just gonna. I'm gonna have nightmares. Shift tonight. shift into uh, the old link death positivity corner and be oh. like, I think ultimately that a lot of this is touching on is tied to people most specifically americans and our culture of fear of death and death avoidance old people remind you that you are aging and one day you will die that is exactly why and so people i am avoiding things (laughs) and so people you know they they show it several times there's a, a room where they shove lincoln in with a bunch of other old people and it's like sort of a physical therapy looking space but it's it is just 
a hole to hide the old people in so they're not clogging up the space for the rest of the young people enjoying the park. And I think that that is so representative of the discomfort a lot of people have with being around the elderly and old people um, is just this oftentimes unconscious connection to death and dying and mortality. And I think that the amusement park really showcases the way that that doing that is detrimental, not just to the people that we are shoving into holes to hide away, but to everybody. Everybody is losing out when we treat people this way. And I think that's real poignant. I think that's real hashtag death positive mm -hmm. to be all like, look, yeah, it's scary. It is scary to grow old. It is scary to lose physical it's capacity. Scary to fear the unknown. It is scary to fear the <laughs> unknown. It's pretty, pretty terrifying. To be frank, this <laughs> is pretty spooky dooky. Um, but if we don't, if we don't face that, if we don't acknowledge that, if we don't engage with that, we are harming ourselves. We are harming vulnerable people. We are harming people who got us to where we are, right? Mm -hmm. Society is built on the backs of the people who came before us. And when we try and erase that aspect, we are minimizing their contributions and we are reducing our own ability to connect with them and to connect with our peers and to connect with younger people. Because to make those connections is in a way to have to accept that eventually you'll die. <laughs> mm -hmm. hmm. Hmm. One day it'll happen to you, to you, to you. Why, thank you for that will be the nightmare tonight. That will be the nightmare. So that is definitely true. I don't disagree with anything that you're saying, especially that unconscious piece, right? Of, uh, of mm -hmm. like, maybe you're not even thinking about that. The conscious pieces, I think, that play out are the, it's more difficult to deal with, you know, with with certain people than others, not just not just the elderly, the people who are sick. It's exactly the same thing. Um, but holy shit, it is so. All right, if if there's ever a moment to call out the the issues with capitalism, it's here, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Because because it's just not cost effective according to the effort yep. that you need to put into it to take care of people, and then and we don't have the the risk like culturally in the United States, we do not have respect for the people who are, who are older. And it's so weird, right? Like what for the past um, couple of years, we've talked about how we've had the oldest president we've ever had. And then the other oldest president we've ever had and the oldest candidates. And you would think that that was coming from a country that really respected older people. Mm -hmm. no. That is, nope. we don't respect older people at all. <laughs> no, right? And and so, it is it is such a strange thing because because it, again it, it's it's cultural it is absolutely cultural because we could right like there there's no incentive for you to help older people there's no incentive for you to do the version of like being a nurse at a hospital versus being a nurse at a, in an uh, elderly care center right like it's it's different like you it, it's not it there's no support for it and then and that goes the money is following the culture piece of it i think and then and actually it's a loop it's a feedback loop absolutely because mm -hmm. because then over time we never invested in that so we have a certain feeling about it and it's like it's not attractive so why would we do that and then it keeps and the the, the health component of it is such a is so terrible there's a oh there's this book oh i'm trying to I think it's a tool Gawande. Um, it's like a, an end of life, um, like living end of life with dignity uh, book. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about, Link? You, you read the death books? I'm trying you, want, to, you want me to Google it? I'll, I'll, I'll Google it. I'll Google okay. it. Uh, being mortal. Me, being, being mortal. mortal. What, medicine and what matters in the end. Right. And it's, 
And it's that um, is a very cool book. Yeah. And specifically that book is all about how like, yeah, we're gonna die. Why don't we make that comfortable for people? Right? Mm -hmm. It's all about like all of the terrible things that people do to even try to in many cases, like that book is about how people try to help. And you're not helping these people, right? Like you're 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 making them suffer more, you're doing all these like they're again, I think it's it's this cultural that we don't have an idea of of how to treat people after a certain point. They're just mm -hmm. Yeah. And that goes for so like you said earlier, the sick as well. That's why we don't know how to treat people who are in hospice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Being yeah. like being mortal is also there's a, a documentary movie version mm. of it. Um Oh, I've never seen it. Which is it's very good. It's uh very much the the author is he is a doctor and so he is coming from the perspective of the ways that doctors will actively harm their patients. Mm -hmm in effort to avoid death, to avoid yep. talking about like, look, you're gonna die. So like, how do you want this to go? And instead we'll do, you know, really super invasive, painful treatments that maybe give you a little more time, but you're not, <laughs> ain't nobody getting out of this one alive. So, yep. <laughs> but- There's a lot of that on my uh, medical procedurals that I watch, like a lot of like, the doctors will get into arguments over like, well, you're supposed to save their life at any and all costs. And it's like, what is their quality of life going to be like? They're making this decision informed themselves. Don't force them to have this treatment that is going to put them in agony for more time. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. And they're like, if you extend that out, right? Like, oh, as you're getting older, then let's make a different version of this and then that's like it's been like warped right and then and then you end up with something with a nightmare like this where your your experience is just completely separate from the rest of society it doesn't even feel like a it doesn't feel like a natural progression it, it feels like oh there's a cliff then <laughs> now you're off it and now the rules are completely different for you nothing applies and um nothing that you did before matters sorry asterisk Unless you're uh -huh. very wealthy, in which Unless case everything rich. will go great for you. Don't you even fret? Yeah, the way the way this movie uh, presents that is, um, Lincoln goes to a restaurant, and there's another older gentleman, but he is loaded, <laughs> so they treat him very differently <laughs> than they treat um, than they treat Lincoln. He gets his own table. They bring out a candelabra to put on the table for him. He's he gets a big old cigar lit for him and then they polish his cane <laughs> lincoln is like making eye contact with him and so this other dude like whispers to the wait staff and they rotate his table and then pick him up in the chair and rotate him with the table so that his back is to lincoln so that he no longer has to look at lincoln and the other poors who can't even afford a table and lunch who are just sitting nearby and it is like j just really leaning into that whole idea is like it's simply i simply do not see it i do not want to look at this thing i don't want to witness mm -hmm. this injustice i don't want to witness that like given slightly different circumstances that could be me it's like no no and no the, i'm gonna sit waiters, here with I, my my big cigar but the waiters like go through all that trouble bend over backwards to please him where when lincoln sat down they debated whether or not to even let him sit there and after like putting freaking candelabra on his on his, on his uh, table for Lincoln, they just like slammed down a salt and pepper shaker. In an empty glass. <laughs> Here's a water glass. I'm not putting water in it for you. Like, yeah. didn't Ugh. say I'd give you yeah. water. <laughs> and it's the same waiters, right? Just showing the different experience of two people um, with very, very different means. And of course, that, that idea is like uh, repeated over and over again throughout the throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. Freaking yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah, I would say ultimately this is an anti-capitalist film, and I love it for that. Um, <laughs> it very much points out the way that we absolutely mistreat people who don't have means, and it makes difficult situations exponentially more difficult. 
you know, it's funny because um, the realization is interesting to me of um, after uh, us, right? And mm-hmm. and the trend of racism in society being the the the, the monster, horror. yeah, mm-hmm. the the monster in the in the movie. Um, this feels a lot like that, like along, mm-hmm. like in that in that um, in that genre. I don't know. Is there is there a name for this type of stuff where it's where society's the S- social horror? The social horror is that is that a thing? Is I that a I don't know if that's a widely that's used term. I feel like I've definitely read it somewhere before, but um, yeah. maybe by other people like me or just pulling pulling stuff out. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I but that is exhausting. When I put though, social horror into Google, I get social horror movies, social horror novels, social horror films. Well, there you go. But do, do, do what? What kind of films fall under the? It's a, it is a it is definitely a genre. Why did books come up? Social horror films. Um, unfriend, dark web, um, the purge. The purge, yeah, yeah, yeah the no, purge. the purge Counts. fits. The purge yep, fits. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This uh, the, <laughs> George Romero's The Amusement Park is like the purge prequel. It is the pre. The prequel there to is, the prequel. Yeah, there's already a purge a prequel. prequel. This yeah. is the pre-prequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this is what happened in the 70s, right? I, I forget how far back the prequel to the purge goes, but I don't think it goes far that, that far back. No. Um, no. Yeah, but these, but this type of movie is exhausting, is what I was going to say, right? Because it is mm-hmm. it is just... Like, I, I love, you know, uh, movies that take... Like, I love Black Mirror because it takes an idea to its extreme, you know, and so, but mm-hmm. these kind of oh, it's just it's just terrible. Again, the just the, just the warped <laughs> sense of like, oh, what if we just put every single terrible thing that can possibly happen to you when you get old in one place, <laughs> in one place that is supposed to be a fun place. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is such a great point. Yeah. Is the framing yeah. of having having it be an amusement park. And it's showing bright, him hopeful sunny at the daylight, and there are people milling about, looking happy, having a good time. And oh, Lincoln's wearing his Sunday best at the is, beginning. He a full white yeah. suit, yeah. looking very sharp until mm-hmm. uh, he gets stuff spilled on him, and he gets pushed in the dirt, and then he bleeds on it, and uh, he is looking very rough by the time he gets back to the white room, and the cycle begins anew. Yeah. Again, he just got so beat up and was like dirty and like his hair was a mess. Like all th- that enough was for me to not realize that it was the same person. Yeah, I also I also did not like Oh, you didn't. I okay. know, yeah. Cool. I got once he is bloodied and bandaged. That is the moment when I went, "Wait, was he the guy in the yeah. room and then when yeah, it, when it gets back to that it, yeah. point and he goes back inside and he sits down and he's like breathing heavy he's clearly like exhausted in pain like emotionally yeah. destroyed by his experience and then the the 45 minute younger version of himself walks fresh, in looking fresh, fresh and sharp <laughs> and his hair's done and everything and i was like mm-hmm. wow it's still really hard to tell that that's the same guy but like yeah 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 the part that gets to me is the hope in him right he's like he's excited to be here he's like hey i'm at the park hey you want to you want to you want to go with me he's like, there's, there's, there's nothing, nothing for you there you're there's not nothing. you're not gonna like it and he's like he well says, i think i want to find out for myself and it's like yeah. you will <laughs> you will he just mm-hmm. repeats there's nothing there's nothing there right i kept thinking about that i was like is there nothing there for you is there nothing there um you know uh, like, you want to see nothing yeah, good yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's like, no, there's nothing there. And I've, like the way I interpret it is there's nothing there for you. Like, don't do not do that. Don't go. But he's so, again, just beat up emotionally and mentally and definitely physically. Whew. Yeah. And it only took 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, to destroy a man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And me. <laughs> <laughs> and me. <laughs> By the end, I was destroyed as well. It's again, it, it's it's exhausting to 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 even um, 
to have a concentrated version of this discussion, right? Like to have so much of it thrown at you because it's not even like the intensity of something like, like the purge or us, right? Where it's like, it's, it, it's hitting you with like, oh, right. Like this is, this is going deep on this one thing. And it's just like slapping you in the face over and over and over again with just, here's another one. Here's a, here's another terrible thing. Did you think of this one? You probably forgot about this. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And again, the, the part where he's just like being treated like he's invisible is the one where um, it broke him. And that's a, that's a part that made me the, the most sad. But again, I, I can't think of anything that they didn't touch, right? Like they, there's even the thing of where he's like, "Oh, hey kids!" Like, and they're like, "Hey, you dirty old man! Like, get away from those kids!" Like, like oh. what? Right? Like, there's nothing. Like, he can't do anything without without it being a problem. Yeah, yeah. They t they touch on that uh, where he's next to a playground and he's like offering to share a snack with some children. And another dude runs up and is like, get away. Go on, get. Uh, and then towards the end, uh, the part that you're talking about, Josue, is um, he sees a little girl reading a book and she is kind to him in that she doesn't actively ignore him. And he manages to get up next to her and he offers to read the book to her and she shares some of her chicken lunch with him and is this really nice moment and then her mom is like okay time to go and just cleans up everything <laughs> no, no. yanks well, the book out of his hands does not acknowledge lincoln in any way is just but it's building to that right is the worst part mm -hmm. because because the whole time that he's reading the book to her, you see the mom there and the mom never acknowledges him. Yep. And then, mm -hmm. as, and then, so the whole time, like you, you're simultaneously seeing him for the first time feeling productive and appreciated. And while also being ignored. The <laughs> entire time the mother is, is it never acknowledges him and never acknowledges him. Even once he, and he keeps reading, right. And, and the mom is just packing up. Like she can't see him. He's invisible. And then when she grabs the book and pulls it away from him, didn't even say a word to him. It wasn't even like yank. It was like, just grabbed it, putting everything away, like nothing. Like he didn't exist. And that's the part where he, like he sobbed and cried yep. because wow. nobody could see him. You know, nobody, that was, that was it. That was like the breaking point. Yeah. And remember, by that point, he had already <laughs> been beaten, <laughs> beaten, pushed, like literally, like kicked uh, by a by a by a mob <laughs> on the floor, chased by younger people. Um, oh yeah, that was that was the other part. Is he goes to what is labeled as like the freak show, and it's yeah. just old people. They pull yep. back the curtains. Is old is uh, two old couples, and then a. a decorated veteran he's wearing his uniform and all the badges and bangles and everything and all of the people in the crowd are like uh eh, look at them they're disgust they're grotesque it's like that's just all people it'll happen to you to you and they see lincoln you. in the in the audience and then they chase him and they're like, like oh mob. he's escaping wow. like look that yeah. that freak is trying to has, yeah it's very fucked up yeah um yeah great for illustrating the problems within our society. Uh, yeah, the more the more I think about it, how twisted it it seems. But he's just pulling real examples. Like like he could he probably mm -hmm. drafted this in thirty minutes. <laughs> and like you could have you could have just done a quick survey and then built a movie out of like oh yeah, these are the comments from the Reddit from the Reddit thread where we ask like <laughs> uh, you know what is something that you don't want to happen to you when you get older. And boom. There, there's, there's our, your, we got there's our top movie. 10 list ready to go. But he, he was like, oh, we got 80 suggestions. Can we fit them all? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm almost as depressed as I was after uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think this one's helpful. <laughs> oh, no. The other one was helpful. Get out of here with that. Visit our No Way Home episode for, for context. <laughs> okay. So, uh, any, uh, any, any, anything else you wanted to touch on in the movie? I feel like we, I keep remembering the horrible things from the movie. <laughs> I think we covered everything. Oh no. Do you remember the part where, 
Uh, I think I think a cool thing to touch on is more meta about the film. Um, the the pe- other than Lincoln, who I- mm, is yeah. an actor, all of the other people are volunteers. And wow. um, Lincoln makes makes note in the beginning as like for a lot of the elderly people in the film, this was the most exciting thing that had happened to them in years. And it's like yeah. they were grateful to be included in this film like how exciting is it like i get to be in a movie i'm like 76 and i'm i get to ride in a cute little roller coaster and people are gonna see me on the the silver screen and it's like that's not hollywood (laughs) this is we had to find volunteers from the, the local homes and stuff yeah he said it was all allies and people who like care about the cause right like he kept talking about it like this is this is a very important issue and and i hope that this makes you think about it and do something about it that it moves you to action mm-hmm. yeah 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 <sighs> it's a good find it was a good find when did it when did it come out uh when did it's, they release the it was the um remastered? remastered and they showed it at another film festival i want to say in 2020 and then mm. it got put on shutter shutter <laughs> my brain's like netflix i'm like it's not netflix <laughs> no shutter <laughs> they put it on shutter um last year so last a couple okay. a couple months yeah. ago the end of the year yeah. but yeah yeah and it's a really good restoration like they yeah. were sort of 4k so like mm-hmm. Yeah yeah. 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 Oh, that's that's you really get to see him all bloodied. <laughs> that's that's another thing. Um I don't know how much of it is just due to technology at the time of when it was filmed, but uh Josue, you've touched on this a whole bunch. It is it is overwhelming. It is overstimulating. It is loud. Mm-hmm. There's people the the positioning of the camera and um how close you are to Lincoln and the people moving past him, it it is overwhelming. Like I was like, I'm getting some social anxiety and I am alone in my room. Like, ooh. Um, mm-hmm. it was very effective. Uh, I don't know how much of that is just that's how ha- that's how it works yeah. because we we don't have super high def audio technology in the 70s, but um it it very well fits for um the purpose of this film. Yeah. Yeah, the audio component in particular was very um, adds to that overwhelming feeling. But it's just like, it, right at times, I was like, I wonder if it's just distorted be- on purpose, or because this is what we have, or because like, he did this all on a camcorder, you know, for free for that Lutheran program, or you know, whatever it was that, um, whatever budget they had. But there's definitely something about the way that it sounds that it just adds to that feeling of, ugh, it's. It's even hard to it's hard to understand what's being said at times. Mm-hmm. And but I feel like it was deliberate. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah. The, yeah, again, uh, I think I think you want to sp- spark a conversation about um about uh, the way we treat older people. Um this is definitely put this in front of some people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. People who are dealing with the uh, with fears about uh, growing old. I think this is a hell of a conversation starter. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and it's it's also uh, for anyone listening who 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 uh, feels like they're older um, and wants to show a piece of media that really touches on a bunch of different things that you may be experiencing. To family, friends, yeah, don't you can sell it as a George Romero movie. I mean, that alone. I mean, that's what pulled me in, right? I was like, mm-hmm. "What a lost film!" I'm, I know, damn right. right? Yeah, I'm gonna go check that out. Yeah, yeah. And they tell them, "No, you have to sit down and watch the thing till the end." <laughs> mm-hmm. It's short. It's only fifty-three minutes. You said, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." No, cool. I still had to do it in two sittings because it was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was great. It was great. I'm really I mean, glad Link that Shutter put it there. I watched uh, Eternals in 15 minute increments, so you could watch this That's one cool. in like three ish. Cool. <laughs> um, uh, Shutter saves the day again. Uh, yeah, it's a Shutter exclusive. While you're there, 
don't forget to watch uh, Psycho Gorman and then listen to our episode <laughs> on PG Psycho. It's good. It's good stuff. All right. Any 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 final thoughts for wrap up? No. Laura's gonna watch it. Link. Any any closing I'm, thoughts? I'm gonna go go hug go hug an old person in your life. Yeah. Have yeah. uh have some compassion for the the olds. They're they're people. They old people are still people. There are some that are assholes. There are some that are stupid and cruel and just awful to be around. But have some compassion because. One day, it'll happen to you, to you, to you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of GT Radio. Uh, for uh, links to our community spaces where you can talk about this content and all the other content on the GT Network, check out the show notes. Visit geektherapy.org for more on Geek Therapy. Remember to geek out and do good. We'll see you the next episode see you hear you see you soon see you next time we'll be back soon what do i usually say i forgot i'm gonna keep talking so link keeps holding the body (laughs) (laughs) bye geek therapy is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making the world a better place through geek culture to learn more about our mission and become a supporter visit geektherapy.org